Welcome, Wealth Warriors. This is Tiz Gambacorda's No BS Podcast, the only podcast that delivers the uncensored truth about business and investing success from the trenches straight to your earbuds. Download a free copy of the No BS Guide to Wealth at guide.tiz.tv. And now, once again, it's time to claim back the No BS truth about success and wealth. Hello. And welcome to this edition of the podcast, which is being recorded uh, as I am in Italy and driving from Rome to uh, a small town in Abruzzo, which is a few hours away driving from Rome. So um, here I am on the road. And one of the questions that I've been getting a lot lately from my students is, hey, Tiz, you know, Bitcoin, uh, last I checked, was trading about 7,500 take or give dollars per coin. And so the the kind of popular question lately has been, hey, Tiz, you know, Bitcoin is kind of heading south uh, or, or certainly, you know, hovering around that seven, eight, nine thousand mark. What shall I do? Shall we buy? Uh, you know, should I keep my cryptocurrencies? Well, um, here's a few things to keep in mind. First of all, um, like any financial market, you know, there are ups and downs. And even in an uptrend, you will have corrections. So, and, and this is kind of an important point. So, you know, we may still be in a you know long-term bull trend i mean you know let's not forget that you know rising markets can can last for years sometimes even decades right let's not forget that bitcoin started from nothing as in nothing only in 2009 and it's now 2018, so it's, it's, it's what? Not even 10 years, not even nine years. So, you know, we, and, and Bitcoin started, you know, at, at pennies on the coin. And it's now, you know, say seven, $8,000 a coin. So that, my friends, is still a huge, huge rise in value, a huge uptrend, of course within this multi-year uptrend there can be very significant ups and downs so the first thing to keep in mind is, is perspective perspective the stock markets the real estate markets both of which i am an advocate of with the right tools and in the right content with the right education um just to name a few they are markets that have been around for centuries, literally centuries. Um, Bitcoin, on the other hand, the whole thing started from zero. Like it's just, it's it's a completely new technology, blockchain, Bitcoin, everything, right? And it started from zero, and it still went from pennies to where we are now, seven, eight thousand dollars a coin, and it was in the past much higher. So big picture is, it's still a huge rise in value. Second point, 
on top of all this, you know, Bitcoin has had a few setbacks, right? You know, the banks don't like cryptos or, you know, they're trying to make things difficult. Well, it's the type of, it's the type of thing, right, where, you know, the, the right hand side, you know, the right hand does something, the left hand does something else. But anyway, uh, on, on one hand, the banks don't like cryptos because it's a huge threat to them. And, you know, they have been pulling insane profits for the last. 20, 30 years. I mean, just pull up, you know, some of the the, the uh, balance sheets and income statements of some of the largest banks. The money they have been made, making is incredible. Incredible, right? They've been bailed out by the government. You know, they still went down. They went, they went, were bailed out. They're still making money, you know, with a business model that really hasn't changed, right? The banking model really hasn't changed much for the last few decades. There has been very, very little innovation. And so blockchain and cryptos are completely going to disrupt this model. So, you know, despite the banks not liking uh, Bitcoin and cryptos, despite governments, that's another huge one, not liking Bitcoin and cryptos, because again, it threatens, you know, the core of their power, right? They have the power, or they had, the power to print money at will. And that's what they've been doing for the last 10 years. They print money at will so they can spend, you know, as much money as they want, right? And they never have to pay back that debt. Why? Because they just can continue printing money. And that creates inflation, which is, and this is something not many people know, but, you know, who's paying for inflation? Who's paying for inflation? It's you and I. It's the average person who doesn't necessarily realize it, but it's the average person who sees the value of his or her money decrease by, you know, officially 3% every year. Sometimes a bit more, sometimes a bit less. Really, it's actually more like, you know, more like 5%, I estimate, actual real inflation. Uh, but hey, okay, let's, let's just stick with the official numbers. Let's say about 3%, right? Um, so, they are like, essentially, they're printing money and they are, not only governments obviously are charging very hefty taxes to the population, but they are, on top of all this, having the small guy print, uh, the small guy pay for them printing money. And on top of all this, they have every government, pretty much every government has a central bank, which is the bank of all banks. And the crazy thing is that if you read the, um, no, the some of the, the regulation and the objectives of a central bank, the uh, one of the key objectives of any major central bank is to keep inflation at a given level, say 2%, 2, 2.5, right? So they're officially stating, we are going to devalue your money. We aim to devalue it by 2, 2.5%, depends on the country and the central bank, every year. And you know what? We're actually going to put a, a whole government entity, the central bank. We're going to pay all these people and their whole purpose in life is to make sure that your money is steadily and safely, and I'm being sarcastic here, devalued by two, two and a half percent every year. Now, <laughs> you can't even do a very good job at that because in reality, you know, the, the actual inflation is a lot higher, but you know, it's crazy. 
So anyway, you know, despite banks not liking cryptos and fighting tooth and nail or whatever the expression is uh, against cryptos, despite governments not liking cryptos, you know, still, you know, Bitcoin, despite all the bashing and hammering, it's still, you know, at seven, eight thousand dollars as we speak. Right? So it's it's really resilient. And this is only the beginning. So so that's kind of the, the, the overall picture, right? And it's not just that. I have been traveling around the world a lot. I've been spending a lot of time, you know, seeking, um, you know, real, kind of seeking the truth. You know, seeking real people who, who are, you know, behind the blockchain revolution, right? People who are the movers and shakers. And, and you know, there's about maybe, you know, a dozen of these people worldwide. And so I've been meeting with them and really understanding, you know, what's, you know, what exactly is this? How, you know, how exactly is this going to translate in real life? And in the process, I've also met with a lot of people who have made generational wealth from Bitcoin and crypto. So what is generational wealth? Well, essentially it's, it's an amount of money, an amount of wealth that, you know, is enough to, you know, set someone up and his or her family for life. And as this wealth is passed from one generation to the other, it's, it's wealth that pretty much, you know, generation after generation after generation, you know, that, that whole family, that whole, you know, uh, yeah, that whole family and children and children of children, grandchildren and so on and so forth, they're set up for life. That is generational wealth. So, for example, think, um, you know, the Rothschilds, think um, the Trumps, uh, and so on and so forth, right? So these are all families where, you know, typically it's, it's one person, you know, they've created generational wealth, and then as a result, it's had a very uh, positive effect or a very wealthy effect on the rest of the family from that point on. Um, of course, as soon as, as long as you know the, the wealth is, is, is managed. Um, so the point here is, all these people have made. You know, these people, and there's a lot of them, have made generational wealth from cryptos. And I have been, I've done very well with cryptos myself, but I, I, uh, I always strive to do more. And, and especially, I, I strive to take, you know, take the best from every person and then put it in a system so that, you know, people like you, uh, my, my students of my um, crypto programs, my educational pro pro programs can benefit. And what if, there's a, a common thread amongst all these people, which is they, they don't think like the majority, okay? So some of, the, of these, you know, multi-millionaires, crypto multi-millionaires and beyond, we're talking, you know, sometimes tens if not hundreds of millions in, in, in a case, They've all stuck with Bitcoin. They've all stuck with cryptos in the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, you know, if you've bought 
Bitcoin at say 12,000, 15,000, okay? Maybe let's say even, even beyond that, right? And okay, let's take our argument. Let's say that, you know, you bought Bitcoin at say 15,000. And obviously let's say now it's 7,500. So, you know, the investment is down 50%. You know, these are all people who in the last few years at some point, one or the other, they've all been down 40, 50, 60, 70, 80% in some cases. They have seen huge, massive swings in their investment, okay? Yet, they stuck with it. Yet, they just let, you know, the, the, the trend run itself on the way up. And that's how they've made, you know, these insane returns. It's sticking with it. It's riding it, it's understanding that there is volatility. Um, and this is an important point, right? Um, obviously, you know, the, the average person when, you know, they buy something, you know, everyone is very happy when it goes up, but when it goes down, then, you know, people are, are you know, a lot of people kind of freak out. And, and as investors or trader, as traders, um, and I've seen this in, in my, you know, my, my banking days, my trading days when I was, you know, trading professionally as, as a as a you know investment bank trader is that the the profitability of a trader of an investor is not and this is key you may want to write this down it's not related to whether the market goes up or down because in this day and age you know if if, if you know what you're doing um you know, and, and uh, this is what i teach my students is you can make money regardless whether the market goes up or down. In fact, the reality is that, you know, you, you make a lot more money when the market goes down than when it goes up, but that's a separate conversation. So the amount of money you make is not directly related to whether the market goes up or down. What it is directly related to though, and this is something that I have a lot of empirical evidence for, and it's also something that has been, you know, proved extensively in, in some academic papers, is the amount of money that an investor or trader will make is directly related to the volatility in the market. The last thing a trader wants is a flat market that, that goes nowhere. If you have a very volatile market and it's constantly going up and down, that is where a trader or an investor can make a killing. And that's exactly what we have in Bitcoin and crypto, which is why some people have made absurd returns and, and amounts of money now that's the thing with volatility right is, is people like volatility when things go well but they don't like volatility when things go not so well so all these people and i i mean in in in, in you know in, in my case i don't even look at, at, at you know at, at my investments that much actually anymore on purpose. Well, I don't monitor my existing investments that much. I always look at new things. But again, that's a something for a different episode. Um, so they think differently. They just stick with it. Okay. They understand that there is volatility. They understand that you know volatility will ex will eventually play in their favor. And they also understand that the reason that they are making you know seven, eight, nine figures, what they have made out of crypto is exactly this. Because the average investor 
as the market goes against them, as the position investment doesn't go in their favor, will sooner or later freak out, get out of the investment, and that is human psychology. And therefore, that is when they will make a killing, right? Because that is when things get really, really cheap. That's when you buy really, really cheap. And if you buy really, really cheap and the market goes up, you know, that's where you make those insane returns. But how can you buy really cheap in the first place? It's because people freak out. Why do people freak out? Because they cannot, they don't understand volatility. So now you do. So in answer to the, the key question for this episode is what do you do? You just stick with it. You understand volatility. You understand that even an uptrend can have corrections and just let the market write itself out. Now, some people say, okay, but hey, how do you know when you need to get out of a losing investment? That's a good point. You get out of a losing investment when your investment, when your fundamental investment thesis or your fundamental investment idea has changed. For example, let's say you invest in cryptos because you believe that blockchain is going to change the world. Now, if something happens in technology and, you know, I don't know, Uber crypto comes out as a random technology, just made up the name, right? And now Uber crypto is like blockchain, but like a billion times better, right? It's like a thousand times better on blockchain. Essentially, blockchain immediately becomes obsolete. Okay, then that is a fundamental change in investment idea, right? The, the, one of the key reasons that, you know, blockchain is getting the traction that it's getting, that it's got, you know, the results that it's getting for many of us is that it's going to completely change the world, right? So the moment that, as and if it becomes obsolete, then, okay, then you may want to consider uh, cutting out, you know, the investment because, you know, the, the thesis, the, the main fundamental idea has changed. But so far, that hasn't changed at all. If anything, it's getting stronger, right? Bitcoin is resilient. More and more uh, coins and apps and, and very, like, cool projects are being developed on Ethereum and a bunch of other um, platforms. You know, there's there's NEO, there's EOS, there's a number of other really cool projects. So, if anything, it's getting more and more, um, it's getting more and more traction. So, the, you know, I mean, okay, and in my opinion, you know, the, the investment thesis is, is becoming stronger and stronger. So, this is a time where you actually want to understand what's happening. You may want to, you know, pick up a few more cryptos, you know. Uh, you may want to dollar cost average on the way down, right? If you, if you have, you know, if you want to increase your capital allocation, if you want to increase your exposure to cryptos, because obviously you're getting in at a lower price. If you want to, um, you know, allocate more capital, because maybe you have spare capital that you're looking to, to allocate. I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, again, right? I mean, how much is your cash making you in the bank? Right. Last time I checked on my enhanced premier, whatever savings account, which is supposedly the best rate that the bank gives its, gives its best clients, is like 0.45%. It's a joke. It's a joke, right? You have to take tax of that. And on top of that, the worst part is that, you know, you're losing 3% a year to inflation. That compounded of 10 years, this is crazy. If you compound 3% over 10 years, that's, you know, roughly 40, 45%. Right? Again, I'm just doing rough numbers with my head here. It's insane. 
it's insane. Anyway, I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, so, you know, if you're holding cryptos and, you know, obviously, you know, if, if it's not making the money you'd like it to make or, or if you're, you know, down, um, again, remember, you know, technicals, any uptrend can have still downtrends. Remember, you know, has, has the fundamental thesis around blockchain change. Now, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's ups and downs, right? Uh, remember, again, you know, if you want to make those big returns, um, you know, those, you know, that's how I make them. That's, that's how I've seen people, you know, make very good money from that. Is, you know, you, you understand, you stand your ground, you understand the idea, um, and you just let, you know, the trend play itself out on, on the way up, on the way down. Um, the key here is understanding, it is not acting emotionally, not freaking out, and also not expecting to have these massive returns overnight. The massive returns will come, I'm firmly convinced of that, um, but, you know, it's, 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 it's not an overnight thing, right? It can be, but more often than not, you know, it, it takes some time for the technology to kind of, you know, take, get traction. Um, so again, you know, it's, it's, uh, these things go, go up and down, and the fundamental thesis hasn't changed. So as long as you understand that and, and you understand the, you know, essentially what any market does, right? Then, you know, be comfortable with it. Let it sit. Um, it's, it's, it's a little bit, I'm going to wrap up on this point. It's a little bit like having a, a, I don't know, running a business, right? And expecting, you know, to have huge, you know, expected to have like huge orders come in every single day that just doesn't happen right even you know the best business you know you will have good days bad days some days with like very big business and orders and some days not right and it's the same thing here all right it's been a pleasure i'll sign out now from uh, italy take care If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, select the bell icon so you can get notified every time we launch a new episode, or leave a five-star review if you're listening to this as a podcast. Before you leave, don't forget to click on that link in the description box, or go to guide.tiz.tv to get free instant access to the No BS Guide to Wealth. Thank you, and see you in the next episode.